0: Jacked and Canned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jacked and Canned. So we're going to have a little bit of a roundtable tonight. We didn't get to one last week, but we're going to do one tonight for you. John, how are you doing tonight, buddy? Dude,
1: I'm doing good, my man. Doing good. A lot of stuff going down out there in the sports world. I know on the last episode we talked a little bit about the Jake Paul fight. We're not going to bring up how that came out. If you want to hear our take on that, check out the last podcast episode. However, Colbs, this is kind of an interesting one here. After the fight, Snoop Dogg was yelling out, hey, where's my two mil? Where's my (laughs) two million? Dana. Yeah. So he was looking from it from Dana. So apparently Dana White ended up releasing a statement saying that he doesn't owe Snoop two million dollars. He doesn't bet. It's not an illegal bet that he made he brought up the point of uh, if he was going to make a bet, he would have done it in Vegas to get the two-to-one odds. So he's just reiterating that point. And I'm like, that's probably smart on Dana's part anyways. He he might not have made that bet because he brought it up with Tyson, but that would put him in such a bad situation because look at Pete Rose. Yeah, it would. (laughs) Look at Pete Rose.
0: Yeah, more or less exactly that. It would be more so an optics standpoint. You wouldn't have to worry about the fact that you lost the $2 million. It's more so what your reputation just become – And plus, at that point, you're also now going to be pooped upon as far as somebody that actually might be in a little bit of legal trouble. Absolutely. So smart on Dana's part not to say anything additionally there.
1: Yeah, man. So I just wanted to bring that up. Also, too, Coles, before we dive into here, and I know you got a couple topics that you're going to say, I'm going to give a quick little overview of what it's looking like out there in the sports world right now. So we are going to kick it off over in Major League Baseball, American League, Red Sox. we are doing
0: the sports center right now. Yeah, man.
1: You know how we're going to do it. We're giving it for that (laughs) casual fan so that way they know so they don't even have to tune in. So that way they're just aware of who's on top. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Hopefully you guys enjoy your day-old news.
1: Yes, absolutely. No, this is not day old news. This is current because this is going to be posted. (laughs) This is going to be posted tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, as of tonight, here we are Tuesday, April 20th. The Red Sox (laughs) are sitting 11 and 6. AL Central, we got the Royals on top, 9 and 6. AOS. the Mariners on top of that, Division 11 and 7. We kick over to the National League. We got the Mets, the New York Mets. Is it their year, Coles? Is it their year? I don't know. I don't know baseball. Just say yes. Give some hope.
0: It's the Mets here, buddy.
1: All right, there we go. It's the Mets. Who knows? Maybe it's the Marlins, too. We got the Reds sitting on top in the NL Central. Joey Votto for all the baseball fans. Looking like he's turning around the season to the old Joey Votto that we all loved. Going over to the NL West, the Giants and Dodgers. Right up there, Dodgers got them by a couple of games for the top spot in the NL West. But you can't rule out the Giants. You can't rule out the Padres. Hell, you just can't rule out anybody in that whole entire uh, division over there in the n o s kicking it over to the nba colbs continuing the sports center trend in the eastern conference number one seed sitting 76ers two nets three bucks four hawks five. Oh, i love when i'm right it's the boston celtics i told colbs yep. about
0: this and then six is the Knicks, seven's the Heat, and eight is the Hornets. Okay,
1: that scares me because Colbs didn't have this written down. We're flipping over there to the Western <laughs> Conference. Colbs, any idea of the seating? This was okay.
0: Coming. Uh one is the Jazz, yes. two is the Suns, yep. three is the Clippers. Yes it is. Four is the Nuggets. Yes it is. Five is the Lakers. Yep. Six is the Trailblazers. Yep seven come on coles
1: come on coles dallas mavericks It is, come on number eight that w- this will be amazing
0: all right all right hold up hold up hold up um number
1: eight i'm the background music don't don't as we wane along <noise> i know it's not this sp- oh memphis grizzlies it is number eight. Congratulations, Nicole. Just yes. Came the whole entire. Yes. <laughs> just, just for honorable mention, who is number nine? This is kind of scary.
0: Uh, I feel like the Spurs are further down than that. so I think it's got to be somebody else. Um uh, any, any guess? wow.
1: Real quick. We don't want to. Who do you yeah, No, no, no. We won't take up too much time. What do you got? It? Spit Let's it
0: out. go spit it out. What do you think? Uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Oh,
1: damn it. I was rooting for it. So I'm just going to say it really quick, we got the Warriors number nine Spurs. 10, oh, that's right. 11 Pelicans, 12 Kings, 13 Thunder, 14 Rockets, and the 15. <laughs> in the Timberwolves. So I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, Coles does not have this in front of him. This is something I just literally no, threw I'd be out there. It
0: on the phone that I'm staring at you with.
1: Yeah. So he had no idea that I was even going to bring up this topic at all. So, uh, all the more to him there so good job dude so Coles, i'm gonna kick it over to you you could bring up some of those topics that you wanted to talk about on the pod baby
0: have you seen any of what's been going on with conor mcgregor the last few uh, about the last week at this point
1: i really i haven't too much i saw that there was some sort of videos or something that he was releasing but
0: I just okay know yeah. so we're, we're a little bit warrior. off base here yep. yeah no 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 so i'm gonna give you a breakdown so I'm going to tell you a little bit about my Twitter timeline from not too long ago. So the first thing I had seen was Conor McGregor said, it's Mardi Gras. Uh, certain word that starts with a B, get out your tits. And I oh. was like, oh, that's that's not ideal. I'm, I'm not really, uh, I don't think that's going to go over well. But that wasn't actually the majority of where what I saw with Conor McGregor went. I scrolled down a little bit further. So... There was a uh, post from Connor that had mentioned that the fight's off. And I was like, whoa. And then I had heard the fight's still on, so I, I looked into it a little bit. So evidently, after their last fight, Connor was supposed to give $500,000 to a particular charity of Dustin Poirier's. And what ended up happening was Connor never actually ended up putting in this money. So it ended up being a little bit of a of a place where Dustin had a problem with Connor not giving that money so he was going to call him out for it and upon yep. doing so Connor basically said no fights off never mind so they ended up i guess reconciling or whatever the case may be because I still hear everything's on point but it is a little bit strange to me in the way of just kind of how this is taking place additionally connor is now full-blown connor again on twitter he is just going out here hitting everybody left and right with i'm the best there ever was i'm the best there ever will be you can't touch me all that fun stuff so i just really hope that this fight stays on pace to happen july 10th because i need this damn fight i need the excitement connor can be the a-hole i don't care i just need that fight to take place and obviously I'm going to be rooting for Connor cuz I don't care that he's an a-hole. I still want him to win because he's one of he's my favorite fighter I've ever watched. But he's in a place where he is probably pissing a lot of people off.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Well, that's what makes the money and he's probably seen it. That's what the headline stuff is and everything, so that's what's gonna make that cash in the world of boxing. Hey, uh super random, off topic. I know we talked a little bit about the thriller fights that happened last week in the last episode. Another teaser oh, check out that last one. Oscar De La Hoya, did you hear or see the clips of him? Holy ripped hell.
0: up. Dude. Ripped up. And I'm telling you right now, because we didn't talk about this part on the last pod, not just the De La Hoya, but have you seen the other stuff that they did for that particular event? Do you mean the other fights that were on the card? They're not just on the card, John. I'm talking they were doing They were doing arm wrestling competitions. They were doing slap fights. They, no. were, they had all sorts of other entertainment going on. This was I nuts. Didn't see that. This was a palooza. This was just an entertainment palooza. I'm telling you right now, this was, from what I can tell, the most exciting pay-per-view that ever took place, and I'm so pissed that I didn't buy it because seeing that live – I don't care what anybody says about it. You can get it on YouTube the next day. Being able to watch that live with your friends would be so much more fun than it is going back and listening to it on YouTube. That that was one of the coolest experiences that I think anybody ever got, and I hope that more things like that continue. And Triller has a real thing here. I made fun of it last week and said somebody's going to end up buying it out, and maybe they will. Mm, no. But whoever ends up getting this, if it's not Trailer, good for you. Because whoever gets this – they now have the power of the most entertainment in the world because you got Snoop Dogg commentating and you got a series of events throughout the course of the night. Isn't this Snoop Dogg's company?
1: Is this Snoop's? Trailer? I have
0: not a clue. If that, it, if that's a Snoop Dogg thing, then nobody's buying that out. Snoop Dogg's keeping that.
1: So we'll try to see if we can find some information on this, but I'm almost certain that if it's not Snoop's, he has some sort of affiliation of – Being in there outside of just being an announcer. Um, Right. I think Snoop Dogg has to do something with it over there. I don't know. It might be a whole board or something like that. But, dude, the way that they did it, very entertaining. I didn't happen to see all the other things. But with that said, we got to check out the different fights that are going to be coming up on triller and it, it 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 adds that different level like you said too it's not like your traditional pay-per-view which you go on you spend like sixty bucks on and it's boring and you have the announcers. I didn't even know they had like arm wrestling and slapping each other in the face. Like what the hell?
0: Yeah they had some really ridiculous stuff in there but it was just flat out entertainment the whole way through. When we get done with this let's watch a couple of the clips of it because it'll be fun. I'm telling you you're gonna love it. John, Absolutely. I heard you bring, I'm sorry to cut you off there. When you brought up the uh, the Eastern and Western Conference standings of the NBA, I wanted to dive one in sec- just real quick on the Lakers. One sec yeah, before ahead. you
1: do. Go ahead. So talking about Triller, just a heads up, maybe the next one we might have to get on. I know that we mentioned it on the last pod, but it is Evander Oh, Holyfield. Holyfield and Kevin McBride, <laughs> but they're going to be on Triller. It's going to be a thriller pay-per-view on June
0: 5th. Yeah, I'm in on it. Let, let's do it. You let's you and me get together, have some fun with it. Maybe we'll do like an Instagram live or something.
1: All right, cool, dude. So that could be a fun time. So what were you going to say there about the Eastern and Western Conference? Who do you got? And so, the,
0: the, the Celtics,
1: are starting to kill it, man. They grew. They They got back.
0: The problem in the Eastern Conference is they're all winning right now, so nobody's really moving up. So <laughs> all the standings have stayed the same for a little while. Yep. But as far as the Eastern Conference goes, it looks like it's just Philly and Brooklyn, and everybody else is a team that's bothering everybody else. But it, that's the way that I'm seeing that conference. In the West, though, what I really wanted to make mention of is my Lakers, my LeBron. So LeBron and AD have been out for a little while. The Lakers have stayed right about 500 from the time that they've gone out. AD is supposed to make his return on Thursday, potentially and LeBron's only a couple, three weeks out. He's somewhere in that range. The The Lakers are in good standing because they a couple weeks ago, if you had asked me, John, I would have said they were already in the eighth seed. But they're not. They're they're beating good teams. They beat the Nets. They beat the Jazz. They're, they're beating really, really good teams without their two-star players. So when these two guys get back in there, yeah, I'm sure it's going to take a little time for everybody to adjust and get back to doing what their role is. But this team is rolling right now. I'm excited about this. Uh, it's looking really good. I think it's going to be a, a Lakers and Nets final, if I'm guessing. And I think the Lakers are actually going to relatively smoke the Nets.
1: Dumb question, but when when are the finals going to be happening?
0: Oh, God, John, that, that was a tough question for me. I want to say late June, early July, just based on the way that the season's gone. But also, I know they usually take place in mid-June, so I don't know if because of the condensed 72-game season, if that's the way that it's going to take place. But that that's more so where I'm leaning.
1: So the only reason why I asked that is because we could actually, I know we've said on uh, previous episodes about the whole home court advantage or the home field advantage, depending on the sport. Dude, that might become a reality again, because here we are, even in our home state over here in Connecticut, we just made a massive announcement for May 19th no more restrictions, 100% occupancy over there at the Harford Yard Goat Stadium. That's wild. What I'm going to say with that is, dude, you roll around over into June, July with the NBA playoffs going on. Imagine having full-on stadiums. I'm, I'm not trying to say the whole COVID piece. I'm just saying from an aspect of having people in the stands again, from that point of view, holy crap, I think that that could actually seal the deal from some teams.
0: I'm going to be honest. I, I think, as far as the viewing perspective, I'd rather watch games from home than being at the stadium because you get a better view of everything. And when it comes to the NBA playoffs, I would prefer to watch all of it at home. I know that that sounds like kind of boring because a lot of people just want to be there, and I get it. The atmosphere it's really cool, but for me, I like the viewing experience of watching my sports on television. I don't want to go see a game in person if I can just watch it on TV.
1: I'm just saying, from the 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 point of view from the players being a little bit hyped up or get that adrenaline rush going again.
0: No, I, that's fair. I I understand that, but I I think that'll be really good for the players. And I know the specific players, LeBron included, love playing for fans. I I know originally yeah. when COVID came out and LeBron had made a statement like, "Hey, if there's no fans there, I don't even want to play." Yeah, but I, they've I, obviously I come a long way from them, but. Uh, I I don't see a scenario in which these players aren't going out there and playing and they're going to enjoy having the fans back because that's what they play for, is to play in front of fans and make their name that way. John, is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer?
1: Julian Edelman, mm, yes.
0: Okay, I will disagree. Um, so the reason that I don't think Edelman is a Hall of Famer, I want you to think about a few people here. Okay. So Heinz Ward, for example, not in oh, the hall. He was of amazing. Oh, not in the Hall of Fame. He's okay. a significantly better receiver than Julian Edelman. More catches, more yards, more touchdowns, all across the board. Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, also not in the Hall of Fame. Significantly better career. If you're gonna, I hear a lot of talk about Edelman getting into the Hall of Fame. And granted, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Edelman had an average career. It was above average, but it was not the kind of career that gets you into the Hall of Fame. Especially with the considerable pieces that have been disallowed, if you will, from the Hall of Fame. It it, for him to be there would just be somewhat of a travesty.
1: Do you think that that's all brought up just because he's a three-time Super Bowl champ?
0: I think a lot of it is. And he does make big plays in the biggest moments. I'm not going to take that away from him. I mean, that catch against the Falcons in that Super Bowl where it went like all over right above the turf and he was able to reel it in. I mean, that's a catch that almost nobody can make. And I will give him all the credit for that. But that was one catch. You You don't get into the Hall of Fame based on one play. Otherwise, Odell Beckham is five years out.
1: True. And and now that you said that with those stats and stuff, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take back what I said. So, uh, yeah, I don't see him getting into the Hall of Fame. I'm going to flip this back on you. One of his old counterparts with the Buccaneers. And I'm not going to say Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. He Hall of Famer?
0: Yes. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is a top five tight end of all time. He absolutely be- uh, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. All right. I was just curious with that one. And we obviously know Tom Brady. He's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be
1: dedicated to
0: him. Yeah, um, it's going to be the Tom Brady Hall of Fame. I mean, by the time we <laughs> get there, that's what that's going to be. It's its actually going to be sponsored by Tom Brady. It's going to be the TB12 Hall of Fame. But no. Hey, all, wrong,
1: yeah, go ahead. All I'm going to say is if Edelman gets in and Joey Galloway is not in, then there's a problem because Joey Galloway
0: had better stats you brought up tom brady one thing that i've enjoyed is that since tom brady's won the super bowl he's actually been really a, a fun twitter follow so tom brady really? puts out there not too uh not too long ago he put out uh something about him being great and he just tags it and then or uh retweets it but his his little post that goes with it is oh i just keep doing this for the free trips to disney <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Brady's kind of being a all about it, and I love it. I, I've always wanted this version of Tom Brady because Tom Brady, I mean, he's the best quarterback that's ever played. It, there's no doubting it. And I'm not saying that he is the physically most gifted. I'm not saying anything along any of those lines. But when you talk about the greatest quarterback of all time, you're talking about Tom Brady starting your conversation. And that's the thing that I need people to realize because a lot of people say, well, no, he's not the greatest because this guy – But you always start the conversation with Tom Brady. Even if you're just saying Tom Brady's not, you're starting the conversation with Tom Brady's name. Nobody comes out and says, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time, and it's because. They say, a lot of people think Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time, but he's not, and here's why. That's the way that that conversation always takes place. So anybody out here that wants to believe that somebody other than Tom Brady's the best quarterback that ever existed, you're lying to yourself at this point. And Tom Brady's just kind of being an a-hole about it, which makes me laugh. But, John, something you had brought up about Gronk a minute ago, yeah, the reason that he's the Hall of Famer that he is is not only is he one of the best pass-catching tight ends of all time, somebody that can go out there and just make the play happen regardless of the scenario around him. He's also the one of the best blocking tight ends there's ever been. So every part of what makes a tight end in the NFL, Rob Gronkowski is damn near the top level of it. So you could talk about guys like Kellen Winslow. You can go back to Mike Ditka. Uh, you can go back to all sorts of guys, and you're never going to find it. Anybody along the lines of what a Tom Brady or a Rob Gronkowski rather is. Sorry, I lost a little bit of focus, John, because I couldn't help but notice our video call hung up.
1: Oh, man, you know how that goes. But, dude, I'm with you there. But somebody that's still, well, he's the same age as Rob Gronkowski, but somebody that could still be in that same caliber that in my eyes already is hands down a Hall of Famer, which is crazy to say because it's only been, what, seven seasons in the league, or six seasons in the league is uh, Travis Kelsey.
0: He's basically younger Gronk, and I know that they're not no they're the too same far age. apart in age. But he's he's been around in our perspective less amount of time. So in my eyes, he's younger Gronk. I know that the age difference is not much at all.
1: But they're the same
0: is like actually same year and he's everything. one years old. Oh wow! I okay. I didn't know it was that close. No, as far as I look at it, Travis Kelsey is very comparable to Gronk. Granted, at the age that he's at, I don't know that he'll necessarily be a Hall of Famer, but I do agree that the traits are very similar. But he hasn't been doing the same thing for the same amount of time, so I don't know how that's going to translate when it comes to Hall of Fame discussions for him.
1: I think it's going to end up going through because he's just coming off of a season as well, too, where it's like 105 receptions, over 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns. So a couple more of those. He's had some
0: massive seasons. With that said, John, uh, one more thing I wanted to point out because I said I wanted to make sure we did some laughs tonight. So I watched a video about Marshawn Lynch, and it was Peyton Manning interviewing Marshawn Lynch. And he asked him what his pregame routine was. He goes, I heard you like to drink something. He's like, what was it, like uh, Like a little bit of something, a Gatorade? You, you, had to, uh, you had to get your fix? And Marshawn's like, nah, Hennessy. I did a shot of Hennessy before every game. <laughs> no way. You're kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it, man. I mean, you, you're talking to Jack and Canned over here. You're talking to Coles. You're talking about the King of Canned. Of course I love that. And I don't even like Hennessy. But I love the idea that before you start up your game, you're going out there, and you're getting your shot Your shot of Hennessy in so that you can come out onto the field feeling nice and loose and ready to rip. Dude, I like that, man.
1: <laughs> it just imagine if he had one too many. You see him stumbling out there. Actually, maybe that's why he broke so <laughs> many tackles. Say,
0: yeah, I don't think that would affect him because it, he was always stumbling because people were hitting him all the time, and he was just more powerful than the linebackers hitting him.
1: So watch, now Marshawn admitted that, and everybody's going to go, oh my God, alcohol is a performance-enhancing drug. He didn't feel anything. He was oh, numb God. to yeah, the pain.
0: Try, try to cancel alcohol. That's going to go great. They tried that back in the early 1900s. It was called Prohibition. It didn't last real long.
1: <laughs> True. True with that. Dude, talking about canceling. We're going to be canceling out this episode tonight, baby. Rate, review, subscribe, tune in to the last episode where we gave a whole breakdown of the fights on Triller. Check it out. It's a great episode. And Coles, any last words, my friend?
0: Yeah, I got something here. We also wanted to give a shout out to Fleming M. Our boy Fleming M put out another song here recently, and he did a great job with it. Go check it out. I know he's got it on SoundCloud. I'm sure you can get it in other places, but SoundCloud's the clip that he had posted, so I want to make sure to promote that particular platform. But Fleming M, our boy, he has come out and churned up another song that is beautiful to the ears, and it makes us amazed at what talent he has. So check out Fleming M. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jacked and Canned.
1: Because Flem and M is jacked and canned, baby. Woo.
0: <laughs> this was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new
1: episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter,
0: Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by No One.